What's good, family? Thank you for listening to A Trip to India podcast. For this episode, it is about the 2020 election. It is a recap. Um, I did have a bonus video that I did not release because <laughs> it was more ranty than anything, not informative, more so just stemming from my frustration of, um, of Facebook, basically. So, you know, I might put a few clips of that inside. Who knows? Um, but... Where I wanted to start at is just looking at this whole election from start, well, from the beginning. It has been one hell of a ride. It has been one interesting, one bizarre, one important election that I've noticed. More important than any of the other elections that I've ever witnessed in my personal lifetime. Now, mind you, and I believe I am comparing this to the Obama administration as well. I believe that this seems more significant than that one because um just of the time period as it was particular to my life oh wait i was entering high school 2012 i was leaving high school so in those teenage years i'm more uh selfish those days i'm not really paying attention to politics in the way that i am now i don't see the effects so that's why i just wasn't i was very proud that we had us a black president now that was my mental to me especially because we learned so much about all the hardships that we had to go through um, as black people. So that was the first time that I've seen a shift that we can be more and do more. But in particular with this election, especially being such a focus on the racial disparities with police brutality and the way that we communicate with each other on the ground level and the coronavirus and economy, this has been very, very, very important to me and has made me pay attention even more. Also, have, am I the only one that noticed that the Republicans have actually taken the time out to try to get us to join their party? Not to my recollection do I remember any of the Republicans trying to reach out to the African-American base. I believe back then they didn't need our vote. But this year I could tell that they were pushing more to make us feel more inclusive. Trump kept pushing this thing that we have this undeniable loyalty to Democrats, which is true. So I did understand that part, but that was the most black faces I've seen at the uh, Republican convention. And it wasn't even that many. But that was still more than enough for me to know that things are changing in this country. So if there was any time that I believed that the black vote mattered, it was probably this year in particular. Also, um, the Democrats. I've seen them start to realize they're going to have to do more in order to keep us as loyal as they believe that we are. But I do want to encourage all my black listeners that, for one, we are loyal to us. We are not with the red, we are not with the blue, we are with the black, okay? So we need to be like the other minority groups and make sure that we apply pressure to both sides to see who is going to do what for us. Because that's the only way that we're going to be able to have a power, or that's the only way that we'll be able to use our power in this country. Which I do believe our vote matters, but we'll get more into that. Maybe I'll slide in a clip from one of my rants because that is basically what my rant was about in that. Um, also, I don't fault any of the black men that have not been enthusiastic with Joe Biden in particular because of his 1994 uh, crime bill. Um, the low enthusiasm with the black uh, community on that particular situation to me seems, whoops, on that particular situation to me seems like karma. 
we're just gonna call it what it is it is karma so if that was the only reason why my black brothers did not feel the need to vote for biden or vote at all i'll give you that i can understand that because we are still suffering the effects from 1994. we do still have family members still incarcerated and let me say this before i continue because yes, I'm speaking on police brutality and criminal justice. I am more than aware that that is not our biggest concern as black citizens. But for this particular candidate, Joe Biden, with his relationship to the 94 crime bill is why I'm speaking on it. We are not a monolith. That is not our only concern. We are not all in poverty. We do not all come from the hood. But me, I do. So when I speak on the stuff that affects me, it is going to be from that ground level um, perspective because I do have family members that are still locked up or have been locked up because of that bill. And I do suffer from poverty and have done well enough to be able to be on my own. But yes, I come from that. Also, I have been one of the few that have lost their jobs during this pandemic. So. Just know that the things that I say that and I associate with black, I don't believe that that is our main concern. I just know that that is one of our concerns, especially for the people that I know personally. Also, I did see this surge of black people in particular leaning towards uh, Trump more than I would have imagined at all. And a lot of them were saying, using this excuse that at least Trump isn't a closet racist like they believe that Joe Biden is, at least that he's more upfront. Let me tell you why I do not agree with that logic. Okay, yes, I'll give you that. It is more obvious that Trump does not care about us um, particularly than it is for Biden. Biden does seem like he is flailing and doing whatever he needs to do for the black vote. But i believe that with this being trump's last term he literally only needed us for the votes up until yesterday yes he introduced a platinum plan and i'll get into that later but once he gets in office i don't think we'll be able to apply the i don't think he would care about the pressure that's being applied to do anything with us we've seen that he does what he wants when he wants how he wants throughout this whole four years so why would we believe that it would be in our best interest to put him back in office just because we know what we're going to get from him actually you don't know what you're going to get with him two i believe we have the ability to pressure biden more especially with kamala harris being under him and i know a lot of people do not agree with her but let's I believe that we'll be able to pressure Biden into doing more for our community by applying more pressure. He'll be easily swayed, or at least more easily swayed than Donald Trump. That's just my idea. But I do not respect the fact that Donald Trump has been using celebrities as pawns to encourage the black vote. For one, I am not convinced that Kim Kardashian was the first person to bring up the idea that he needed to release some innocent black people out of jail. I think he needed it for a photo op. I think it was also to show his relationship to Kanye West. I think it was bigger than what he was actually doing. So a lot of people have been using that as an excuse as well. As in, well, he's done more for the black community, da da da, -da with Opportunity Zones, him getting people out, blah, blah, blah. Listen. Kim Kardashian is not the only one to bring that up. 
But because he's a celebrity, that's why he's listening. We're not even in the tax bracket for him to even care about us. And two, a lot of people have been a lot of people have been using Joe Biden's uh, tax plan as a reason to side with Trump. Ma'am, sir, 400k plus annually is what it takes to be affected by that tax increase. If you are not making that much, that does not apply to you. <laughs> like, stay in your tax bracket. And I say that respectfully because <laughs> I notice that a lot of people that I, me, I personally know, are not making nowhere near that amount, have been saying they don't want their taxes raised. It has nothing to do with you. But there's always, there's also been this surge of just going against the grain for the hell of it just doing stuff for likes so i don't know if they really felt that genuinely or they just wanted to be difficult and troll on facebook just to just because which i have a friend who does that anyway but this has just been really crazy now back to the platinum plan now this is where i believe that he only brought that up because of ice cube with his contract with the, uh black america which brings me to my next point. The Contra with Black America controversy with Ice Cube, at first I didn't understand it. But I did not have a, uh, what I have a problem with, with Ice Cube, is that he falsely made it seem like only Trump administration was willing to listen to him with the contract of Black America. But he has confirmed with Cocktails with Queen on the Fox Soul channel that he actually refused a phone call with a Zoom call with Kamala Harris, all because there were 12 other entertainers and he felt like he felt like it would be all talk and no action. First of all, we are in the middle of an election. You don't know who is going to win. So by you refusing to speak to Kamala Harris, to me, is showing that you believe that Donald Trump was going to win again anyway. You had no faith in the Biden administration. You really did not care to talk to the Biden administration. And if that was the case, then say that and stand on that and do that because now you have a bigger voice you have a bigger platform everything you say us as the black community we are going to listen not saying we're going to follow what you're going to do but we're going to pay attention so if you paint this picture that you spoke to both sides and that the other side the democratic side wasn't willing to hear but yet you were the one that refused to have that communication and bridge that gap and accept that olive branch you have showed your hand already which also made me think of donald trump and his association with Lil wayne and 50 cent and getting those type of endorsements first of all let's not even start on Lil wayne because when it came to black lives matter the first thing he said was that he wasn't a politician but yet this year now he wants to um, endorse donald trump i'm not okay with that because for one you are still showing your hand no, you're not a, a politician and no, you do not stick with the black people, even though you know more than anybody else what it felt like to be struggling before you became successful. Maybe it's because he became successful at a young age, at 16, that those memories have vanished, whatever. But you have made it really clear during 2020 that you are not for the people. The people that actually made you most the most successful. I remember back in the day when every little Wayne mixtape came out, the hood was ready for it. They would know the whole mixtape front to back within a week. And then 50 Cent, it's like, ugh, 
I have this love-hate relationship with him, but he's not surprising to me either. He is definitely for himself. I don't see him really thinking about the whole uh, black community as a whole. I see him just thinking about what's going to help him in his pockets. So yes, I am for Biden and his tax increase on the people that make 400k plus a year. Because us, there's, it makes no sense for everyone below to pay more than the people above. I also noticed that on Facebook in particular, there have been a lot of people who have been proud and encouraging and telling people to not vote just because they're not voting. Excuse me, you might not want to use the vote that your ancestors fought for, died for. But I am and I will because I understand the importance. If there was any other time to show me that our vote mattered, it's this one. Because this has been the closest race ever. Right now, currently, it is November 4th. And I'm looking at these numbers and it's coming down to Georgia. It's coming down to North Carolina. It's coming down to Michigan. It's coming down to Arizona. And these margins have been uh, very, very small. Especially with like Nevada, with the weather they've been counting has been like an 8,000 um, vote difference. Or like Georgia, where that was an 80,000 uh, vote margin. Even in Michigan, where Biden is ahead, it was a 40,000 um, voter difference. This, If this election did not show you that your vote mattered, I don't know what else to tell you. And I do want everybody to understand that it does not end right here with this election with the president. It's just, it's just beginning, actually. If there's been a turn of a decade that has been completely honest, I mean, completely obvious, I think this is it. I think everything going forward from 2020, Moving forward is going to be completely different. Whatever was in the past is a thing of the past. We have a new way of thinking, a new way of living. Yes, this country is divided 50-50. It has been apparent during this election that that is the case. But I believe that what's coming in the future is going to be completely different, especially because of this particular election, regardless of who wins. Also, I did want to make a comment on last night um, with the president's last remarks and the uh, vice president's last remark. Joe Biden, when he spoke, he spoke first. He sounded very hopeful, but he was very honest. He believes that he's doing well, but he said that to stay calm and just to wait until everything is done. We're not sure yet until we get the vote. Leave it up to Donald Trump to get up there and you can tell, you can feel that he's anxious and he thinks that he's going to lose. He's realizing that him discouraging using the mail-in vote ballot actually is hurting him more than he thought it would. He discouraged all his followers to even believe in doing it just to downplay the coronavirus. And it's weird because he even contracted it and he is still in a way not taking it seriously. Not in a way that I would want my president to. But like I said, it's backfiring on him and now he's realizing that he actually should have, or at least that's what I'm guessing, is that he believes that he should have encouraged his voters to do that mail-in ballot. Because majority of those mail-in ballots have been provided. Also, um, him starting to say 
before the election is over, he is really neck and neck. He really could still win. Saying that it is already fraudulent and that he's already going to go to the court. My thing is, if he wins, because it is that close of a race, if he wins, is he still going to yell and scream that it is fraudulent? Or is he going to accept it? Is it only if Biden wins, which we all see and it's going to be by a small margin, that he's going to cry fraud? I hope that's not it, but I've been watching him and that's all he's been doing today, especially on Twitter. <laughs> like I said before, this has been one hell of an election, one ride. It has made me see that we have a lot of work to do and it has actually inspired me to join in on the fight. I don't know exactly what my lane would be, but if it is just at informing my community on ways that we can get involved in our local politics, then that's what I'll do. But whew, this has been one anxious, one bizarre, weird election i really have more to say um maybe i'll add in a clip of my random rant that i did yesterday because i was so infuriated by everybody that was discouraging everybody to not vote maybe i'll add that in there but if you are still here listening please thank you so much um for following me along my journey i did take a month hiatus but that was for a family emergency Justice for Maia is the last thing I want to say. She was shot in Chicago. Um, please just look up that hashtag. You will find her GoFundMe. You will find her story. Um, a lot of people like to say when it comes to Black Lives Matter, why don't we march when it comes to black on black crime? Well, honey, we are marching this week. We are marching in Chicago this Saturday. So if you want more information on where the, it will be located, what time, what to do, how you can help, how you can spread awareness, I will have a link at the bottom of this. Um, but also, happy election. Just had to put that in there. <laughs> happy election. Happy Voters Day. Um, may the best man win, hopefully Biden. Yes, I am biased. But thank you for listening.